0: Fight Back with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Oh,
1: this is going to be fun. The recipe for a great night of entertaining contains cocktails, canapes, and company, and of course, an Uber ride at the end of the night. As Absolutely. we, as as we switch topics and talking about impaired driving, uh, all of these uh, social ride services that we have now have really made a difference. I think we didn't talk about this in the last segment, but it's just so easy on your phone to call an Uber and go pick up your car the next day.
2: Absolutely. There's no excuse not to use them. And who wants to park in this city? Well, I mean, right. honestly, right. I would rather spend my time getting to the party. Then trying to circle the party, trying to find a place to be able to drop my car off. So
1: Jeremy Parsons. Makes it so much easier. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much for having me. This is great.
1: And this is uh, the name of your new cookbook as well uh, Cocktails, Canopies and Company. Yes. Uh, you started cooking as a child. So this has been a lifelong passion and pursuit. Tell us about that. It
2: has been. Um, as a young kid, I came in an Eastern European family. And so I grew up in the kitchen where the hub of all entertainment always is with my grandmother and my mom teaching me how to cook. And so it's yeah, it's been a lifelong passion of loving to be around company and entertaining and making fun stuff. And it was just a great sort of creative outlet. My grandparents and parents were amazing. So they basically let me create whatever I wanted as a kid. So there was never no, you can't put mustard into that or you can't put maple syrup on your pierogies. It was whatever you want to try, try, which was awesome. So that's what sort of started my culinary road
1: I wonder if that's an Eastern European thing my I married into an Eastern European yeah. uh, family and my husband L- Ukrainian loves to cook sure. and taught his sons to cook when they were youngsters and just kind of really loves all that action in the kitchen
2: well it, it's awesome I think especially when you when you get to make something and then see the look on the person's face that you give it to when they just absolutely love it right it's it's an amazing sort of explosion of, of happiness that happens because it's something it's a very direct communication uh, to somebody and it's it's yeah it's it's awesome and it's very addictive that's what sure. is your
1: your favorite favorite recipe or the, the or the, what you en- what you enjoyed as a child having ma- been made for you by your mother your grandmother yeah
2: i love everything to tell you the truth and what i really love is that um, my parents and my grandparents always encourage me to try new things so trying asian food trying indian food Uh, Italian, literally anything. And the biggest thing was try it, see if you like it, and then take what you like and put it into something else you like. So I love the whole idea of fusion and creating, you know, different flavors from different backgrounds. Bring them all together and creating new dishes. So, I mean, I love everything. I know that's a very sort of broad answer, but I do love... All foods.
1: The foodie of all foods.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, I want to invite you to take part in this conversation if you would like as well. Jeremy is here till the top of the hour. Your favorite recipes, if you are looking for any tips on how to make your recipes better, four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. You you call your the Cocktails, Canopies, and Company the triple threat of event planning. I do. So you can't have one without the other.
2: No. I mean, as much fun as it is to possibly have, you know, your home to yourself for one night and making a great dinner and a glass of wine, it's always so much better to be able to share that food, you know, and having some great conversation. And... I'm blessed to have a ton of friends all over the place, and there's nothing better than having a great meal with some great cocktails and some fun friends, and it's even better when it's at somebody's house, I always think. You when know? it's at and somebody in...
1: else's house. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, although I'm
2: always wind up in the kitchen, they're asking yes. me to do something, which I have no problems with because I love it. But uh, no, absolutely. It's, it's it's one of the joys of life.
1: Well, and that, it's interesting that you put company in the title because, yes, the food is very important and the cocktails are very important, but, but just... Just that camaraderie and being together with people that you enjoy and sharing food and drink with them. I mean, that is, that's the biggest part of it, really. It's
2: really a very basic human need. And not to get too anthropological here, but... Sometimes I was the, you know, the difference between life and death was sharing food with somebody else. So we still have that innately in us. So it's it's a very sort of basic, beautiful thing is sharing food, sharing beverages, and, of course, sharing a ton of laughs.
1: All right. So say you've got, uh, you're having friends over, let's just pick Friday the 14th, next sure. a week from Friday. Yes. Uh, and you want to do, you've got four couples coming. Well, three couples, four is a bit much. Say you've got three couples coming. Uh, how do you go about planning your event to make it a success?
2: For sure. Sure. So, I mean, first of all, I think the old attitude of we need to have this massive bar so that we can provide anything people want. You don't really need to do that. And what I always like to do is suggest whenever of my friends are saying, oh, we've got these people coming over. What should we do? Pick a theme. Pick a theme. Even something silly like... Friday Night Lights, or I don't know, something. But pick a theme and then make the menu and the cocktails revolve around that theme. That way, first of all, it gets your guests out of thinking that there's just anything, just give me my usual, you know, vodka soda. It's, oh, you've got these three really cool cocktails. I don't normally drink gin. Maybe I should try these out. So all of a sudden, it takes them out of their regular day routine. So you're providing an experience right off the bat. So they're changing up their day, changing up their routine, forgetting about what happened that day. So definitely pick a theme. And so, people
1: love a theme because they they'll leave, they'll even get dressed up. I, we have a tiki hut in the backyard. And if we, if we have a tiki night, <laughs> I mean people, they come with lace and colorful outfits. Well, they, and they that's love why it.
2: there's the Tiki Bar is Open menu in my book because it's such a great theme and people do love it. And so providing a theme, one just gets their energy and juices going. Not only that, but then it's easier to be able to plan a menu because then you're all of a sudden starting to focus yourself. And so doing something like that and also picking out some appies that you can do ahead of time. Is this
1: a new thing? Sorry for interrupting. Sure, Appies as appies. opposed to appetizers or apps, I heard.
2: Appies, canapes. I like absolutely. it. I like it. I mean, it's just, it's an it's abbreviation. The new, it's,
1: it's the hip lingo now. It is. <laughs> yes.
2: Absolutely. And so yeah. are charcuterie boards. They're coming back. Yes. So all of these great sort of trends that were really big in the 60s and 70s are now coming back, having a beautiful spread of some nice appetizers or appies and being able to prepare that beforehand so that you're not spending the entire time away from your guests, but rather you're enjoying your guests and enjoying the food.
1: Okay. So give us some examples of the appies that we would serve on a theme night. doesn't matter. what the theme is but or maybe you can give us a theme and go with that you
2: know what i love wontons i'm sure everybody's seen the little wonton wrappers right yes super easy to deal with they're much easier than puff pastry or phyllo pastry and you can fill them with anything so they're amazing because you can deep fry them toss them in the oven they crisp up and then they're perfect for serving i mean you can do all kinds of different combos smoked salmon cheese and grapes right you normally yep. see that out on a board, on a charcuterie board. Just put that in the wonton, deep fry it, and serve it up with a little bit of reduced balsamic. You've got an amazing little treat. There's, there's just so much to do. And, and, how and, many,
1: and how many should you have? I mean, because you don't have... want to overload your appetizer table. No, Because definitely. then people won't enjoy the main meal.
2: For sure. So I would stick to Three. Stick to three and also know your crowd. I mean, if somebody has an allergy, then you obviously want to make sure that they don't have to bang out their EpiPen right in the middle of yeah, it. No, yeah, no. Makes
1: for not such a good party. Not such a great party. No.
2: So, uh, so definitely know your audience. But definitely keep it to three. You don't need to be serving like a massive buffet of food right before the meal. So stick to three, have a couple of nice cocktails, and of course, have a little bit of wine there as well. Just so you're covering everybody's palate.
1: Okay, give us some uh, cocktail ideas then. Cocktail what ideas. Are the, what are the new things? Uh, because it is nice when people arrive at your home to have a welcome cocktail or always something. Do a welcome alri- cocktail.
2: Always do one. Always do a welcome yes. cocktail because it gets people in the mood. And really, it is. You're providing an entire experience. So you want it to look good, smell good, and obviously taste good. Because if it doesn't look good, nobody's going to believe it tastes good right. and you want those great aromas because really it's our nose that sets up our palate. So I always have something on the stove. So as soon as people walk into the house, Oh, that smells great. What is that? Even if it's just fried onions and garlic sure. and butter, people just love that smell.
1: Makes them feel relaxed it right does. away.
2: No, totally. Yeah. So always have a welcome cocktail, but what's really big right now, the big flavors that are big right now are passion fruit, mm-hmm. dragon fruit and smoke. Smoke is a big thing, and infusing smoke into cocktails, smoke into food, tastes amazing. Tell us
1: how to do that.
2: Okay, so there's a bunch of different devices out there. There's like the smoking gun that's made that you can get anywhere, and you can also get it online. And it's a great little tool, and you can put tea in there. I just finished doing uh, an event in Vancouver where we did dried uh, citrus rinds, some lavender tea, and some hickory. So if you think of that you've got like some nice floral, some woody scents. Beautiful. And we just put that into a small smoker box, Mm -hmm. put in our cocktails for 10 seconds, and boom, the flavor was sensational. Wow. And something that's so easy. I mean, 10 seconds, a little bit of prep, and boom, and it works. And since that um, dark spirits are really big right now, smoke and dark spirits work great.
1: What about I notice, and my husband and I have gotten into a little bit of the old fashions, Manhattans, that kind of thing. They seem to be making a resurgence.
2: They're still there, and definitely tweaking those a little bit. So I do a savory Old Fashion, which is done with a thyme, rosemary, and lemon simple syrup. So that's added in there, or a maple syrup Bing Cherry Manhattan. So it's. I mean, we're so blessed to live in an area where you can get all kinds of different foods and spices so readily available. So we can sort of pick and choose. So if you think about bourbon and you know they're they're dark they're kind of chewy they've got some you know stone fruit flavors think about in simple terms what works really well with cherry Smoke does, chocolate does, maple does. So start thinking about those sort of tones and adding those to your favorite cocktails. Very nice. Yeah.
1: So you have a couple of those. You've got your three different appetizers on your table. Now, yes. how much time should you wait to serve the main meal? So say everybody's coming at 630.
2: Sure. Hi, what's what's the best timing over the course of the evening? Well, if they're like my friends, they're going to be showing up at 7.15. Okay. So, <laughs> so keep that so in mind. So keep that in mind. Yes. And then so I would give yourself a good 45 minutes and then a half an hour to actually enjoy and then get ready to sit down at the table.
1: So an hour and a half after everybody arrives? I would give an arrives? hour and a
2: half, definitely, because nobody's going to show up on time, or at least you hope that they don't show up on time. I'm always like just getting out of the shower when people are supposed to be getting there. So, because yeah. you know. Exactly. <laughs> right, yes. right.
1: Yeah, because there, it is, it's it's uh, a bit of a choreography making sure you don't serve the meal too late it, because definitely. you don't want people to have too much alcohol and sure. not enough substance, uh, yeah. or serving it too soon, and then the evening is coming short too quickly.
2: Exactly. I, I would give it that, that sort of sweet spot of an hour and a half, allows for people to be late, to be able to sit down and relax, have a couple of bites get into conversation. And also, the last thing you want to be doing is anticipating that everybody's going to be there in the next 45 minutes, and then something burns or it's overcooked. So give yourself that time. And an hour and a half is usually pretty good.
1: And if you're relaxed, they'll be relaxed, Absolutely. right? Absolutely.
2: That's the biggest thing. Just don't get too relaxed and too many martinis. <laughs> That's, That's right. my other I know. my thing. Tip.
1: My thing when I'm hosting <laughs> is that I don't really have a drink until The food has all been served, right? And then it's like, okay, Janie's going to have some fun now. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
2: Let the party take over. But again, it all comes down to knowing your company and knowing what they like.
1: Okay, let's talk about the main meal. Uh, Time is quickly running out here with Jeremy Parsons and his new book, Cocktails, Canopies, and Company here on Zoomer Radio. So, yes, we're serving the main meal now. They've had their little apps. They've had their couple of drinks.
2: Yes. So now the main menu, I'd always suggest doing a cute little salad. Don't fill everybody up since they just finished having some canapes. Do something that's light and fresh and really sets up their palate. So doing something like, especially during the winter... Some baby spinach, some mandarin oranges, just a little bit of like red onions, some walnuts. So again, if you really think about that composition, fresh spinach, getting some citrus from the orange, a little bit of tanginess from the onions, and then the walnuts brings in that earthy tone. A light vinaigrette, just a couple of bites, maybe so that you're anticipating about six bites out of that salad. Everything's great. And then let's get on to the main.
1: So serve that first.
2: Absolutely. And then, so remove that. Everybody's still chilled. And then say, hey. Here's the wine that we're going to be pairing up. Choose a white, choose a red, or you know what? I love just bringing out a great sparkling because truly a nice sparkling will work well with anything that you're serving. Mm. And who doesn't like that? It really refreshes your palate. So it's cleansing it from the salad or from the appies or the cocktails from beforehand. So it's keeping their palate nice and fresh, which allows them to be able to accept all those great flavors. Okay. And it's easy. You're not getting to, you know, run down with a million bottles. So choose obviously a really nice protein, a couple of veggies, just keep it so that it works together. Again, it's all about thinking about the actual flavors that you're putting together. A lot of people choose you know, five different cookbooks, selecting different things. Oh, that looks great. That looks great. But you really have to kind of sit and think about what it's going to taste like in your mouth before you start selecting all the different dishes. And you,
1: you mentioned a couple of different vegetables. Uh, you, you didn't mention a starch. Is that because you're putting bread on the table or you've had bread with your appetizers? Is it important to have a starch?
2: Well... I- I don't think it's that important to have a starch. I mean, I love pasta as much as the next guy. But generally, when you're going to be serving hors d'oeuvres that you've pre-done, they're going to have some sort of a starch. They're going to have some sort of a bread or something already. So it's not really a necessity to be able to serve in that at dinner, especially um, if you're going to be doing a dessert.
1: A minute left, sadly. <laughs> tell, yes, tell us, what are we having for dessert?
2: For dessert, I always love a liquid tiramisu and an actual tiramisu. And I've got a 30-second one that uh, works really, really well in the book. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's a nice little pairing. You can do it ahead of time. And, yeah, no, it tastes where do awesome. We, where
1: do we get your book? I'm going to get you to sign it for my husband. For sure. No, from, so you... from one Eastern European to another.
2: <laughs> so you can get the book on uh, Amazon. Just uh, put in the search bar, invite. Canopies, cocktails, and company, and you can also get at Williams Sonoma and all kinds of fine retailers right across Ontario right now. With a full national launch in January.
1: Wonderful. And do you celebrate Ukrainian Christmas? Of
2: course I do. So
1: do you celebrate on the twenty fifth as well?
2: I do as well. Why not? You got to celebrate life. So that's it. More days, the better.
1: That's right. At least you get the New Year's in there and a few off days before you have to eat again. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy, Thank for coming you so much. in. much what it, a pleasure. It was a real pleasure. Cocktails, canopies, and company by Jeremy Parsons.